0: Hello, my name is David Shulman. Welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund. When it comes to borrowing on the international financial markets, several countries of sub Saharan Africa now have better credit than some European nations. Angola and Gabon, for example, have taken advantage of favorable interest rates to sell bonds worth $1 billion each. Amadou C., a deputy division chief in the Monetary and Capital Markets Department at the IMF,
1: says the change is historic. If you remember a while back, many of these African countries were over-indebted, and you will remember efforts by Bono and lots of famous people to try to get the debt of these African countries cancelled. Now, a few years later, we are in a situation where these countries can borrow at record low interest rates, rates that are lower than some of these European crisis countries, like Greece. Explain for me why it's so important to be borrowing in this way, as
0: opposed to just taking out IMF or
1: World Bank loans. It means that international investors are ready to lend to these countries, whereas before they would not come near these countries. So it means that the ability of these countries to pay back their debt has increased a lot. So countries
0: like Spain, Portugal, Ireland, and Greece now borrow at rates of 4% or higher, sometimes much higher. Borrowing rates are lower for Ghana, Angola, South Africa, and Gabon. And so if you think of somebody who is, let's say, a person running a small business
1: in Ghana, how do they see this transformation or how will they see this change? Here, we have to look at the macro situation and then at the micro situation. And Ghana is a very good example because Ghana, for example, is able to borrow for 10 years in US dollars outside the country at 4.3%. But when the Ghanaian government wants to borrow inside Ghana in local currency, it has to pay 23% for three months. So even after adjusting for inflation differentials, this is a a 10% difference between the two borrowing rates. So this shows that international investors are ready to lend to Ghana because of the natural resources that Ghana has and because of the improvement in the institutional framework. But domestically, local investors, mainly banks, Uh, Ghanaian banks are not yet ready to lend to Ghana at a lower rate. And this has to do with the difficulty of lowering inflation rate in Ghana, difficulty of just being a very credible borrower domestically. And this is true for almost all African countries. Uh, When you look at, at the interest rates that banks will have to charge Uh, the Ghanaian entrepreneurs, there they will take as a benchmark the rate at which the Ghanaian government can borrow domestically. And if the Ghanaian government is successful in reforms that help reduce borrowing rates, that can be passed on to the Ghanaian entrepreneur. We are not quite there yet.
0: So many of these countries in sub-Saharan Africa are eager to take advantage of this new
1: good credit. What are uh, some of the key opportunities you see here? Yeah, this is really a crucial question. Sub-Saharan Africa has really significant infrastructure requirements, electricity generation and distribution, roads, airports. And let me give you an example. In my country, Senegal, uh, when you have a power outage, this has a big impact on so many people. We have a lot of people that have these small shops where they are tailors or barbers, and then one day without electricity is one day with no income. So the productivity gains of just having electricity every day are humongous. But there are also some sizable risks to this availability of cheaper credit.
0: How do you see these risks?
1: Borrowing in international markets is a risky affair. With low interest rates, some projects that would not have been profitable become profitable. But the risk is, of course, you should have projects that are profitable enough to pay back your debt so as not to have an unsustainable debt burden. And this is the key when it comes to selecting really the best projects. So the idea is really invest in growth-enhancing projects so as to not only pay back your debt, but also have inclusive growth. We have this memory after the independence where big projects have been undertaken and unfortunately, the money did not go where it should have and growth did not follow. This time, it's crucial that this infrastructure spending is growth-enhancing, that projects are done in a transparent way and hopefully everybody will benefit from it. If not, uh, your debt can become unsustainable, and then we might have another debt crisis, and it will take a long time before we are able again to implement a good strategy to benefit all the people.
0: Amadou the deputy division chief in the IMF Monetary and Capital Markets Department, he offered his analysis of the trend of improving credit for the nations of sub-Saharan Africa to hear more podcasts from the International Monetary Fund log on to www.soundcloud.com/imf-podcasts